Hello, and welcome to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. Dive. Dive. You're listening to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet, a podcast where three friends explore online communities of the weird and strange phenomena from the deepest depths of the internet. Captain, we've gone too far. Welcome to another episode of 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. I am your captain today, John Carr. And with me, as always, every goddamn week, Harland and Kyle. Welcome. Can't, you can't escape us. We'll be here forever. Every single week. Uh-huh. Follow the sound of my voice if you want to leave with me right now. <laughs> Kyle is not interested in our, our our topic today, even though I don't know if he knows what it is. I have no idea what it is. I, I don't know Do what it remember? is either. I, I uh, teased it at one point, but I don't know if either of you remembered. I... Hey, <laughs> this, this week has been full uh, of all sorts. Every week is so full, it feels like, and it feels like a thousand years between weeks. So <laughs> don't, I don't yeah. remember what happened Monday. There was that I, uh, I, I TikTok that I sent around that was like, what a year this week has been. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yep. like, it truly feels like that every yep. fucking week. But um, our topic today is going to be alternate reality games. Say what? So is that like augmented reality kind of? Like where you no. scan the barcode and it shows you, it gives you like a discount or like it, it shows you like a map or something? Uh, kind of, uh, but we'll dive in if you're ready. Yeah. D- yeah. Submerge me, daddy. Let's dive in. Yikes. <laughs> Submerge me, daddy. The new catchphrase I... for this. Fucking oh show. God. It grossed me out. Yeah. Let's, let's do that every episode and never do it again. <laughs> Um, so I still, I'll get to how I stumbled upon this. I'd never heard of this. You guys have no idea what an ARG, an ARG alternate reality game is. I know You've what an ARG is. That's what happens what? when you stub your toe. That's what you say. Oh my God. <laughs> I saw a thing today that said Dad's that, here. There's daddy. <laughs> the daddy jokes. Daddy. <laughs> I, saw, I saw a thing today that said pirates are just tropical goths. And I've never identified with anything <laughs> oh my more in my life. That is so John. Holy uh, shit. Trop goth. Trop goth. That's my, that's my new uh, personalized license plate. It's in the mail. Wow. <laughs> um, I just kind of happened to come across uh, this term and then i spiraled into you know diving deeper into this uh just off of like a youtube video basically and it was uh describing this sort of like weird video thing uh and i had to find out more about it and so what an alternate reality game is is an interactive network narrative now do you know what a network narrative is i know what a network and a narrative are separately Mm -hmm. (laughs) i i I so put your hands together yeah (laughs) I, I I think I could make a an educated guess, but I I'm not I'm not for certain. Yeah, it's basically just like a narrative that has been strung across a bunch of different authors, and so 
Oh, you okay. Can, like, I see. It's like essentially group writing, but it's yeah. So it's like that drawing game we loose. used to do as kids, where like one person would start the head, and then mm-hmm. you would fold the paper over, and then someone would start to draw the rest of the body, and you fold it and fold it and right, fold it, right? But in storytelling form. We played yeah, that when kinda, we were kids, or like telephone, or like uh, that game. If you mm-hmm. ever like did a thing where you just said one word of the sentence. Oh yeah, you and know? then the next person just says yeah. like, or you do it with your text message with the uh, auto corrector, the mm-hmm. suggested. <laughs> Should we try that right now? Just go around the three of us a few times and see oh, what sentences we make. <clears throat> sure. What I should be the, the order? Do you, do you have to do like you have to do like an action or something like that? I don't remember. Let's oh, just yeah, I don't know. let's just let's just each. It's going to be nine words total, so we're okay. each going to say three words. So you know, it'd be one word at a time. We'll go around three times. <laughs> sure, and we let's try to make a cohesive <laughs> sentence. We're on the yeah. internet, so you have to you know decipher an order. Yeah. So I'm going to say it's going to go me, John, then Harland. Okay. Okay. The Big. Daddy. Loves. <laughs> Soup. <laughs> and. Carrots. Now. Uh, daddy. Fox. <laughs> what was that? Fox. Remember, there's the last Hard. two words here. Fox. What was it, John? Hard? Hard. Mm-hmm. Daddies. <laughs> 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 We nailed it. Fucking <sighs> nailed it. I, okay. I got so nervous, but I so, also knew exactly what I was going to do. So that's that's an ARG? That, no. That's, that's a network narrative. Can we wrap it up here? I think we got that's it. That's it. <laughs> scene. Thanks, everybody. Daddy likes soup and carrots, and he likes to fuck hard daddies. Got it. <laughs> got it. Nailed it. Oh, um, uh, man. So uh, it it is an interactive network narrative that uses real-world things and places and people as sort of like the storytelling aspects of it. And so everyday people can be players. This it's just like a basically huge game that exists in reality, but also comes from the internet or comes from clues that exist in like websites. Wow. So it's, so it's like a giant like game of telephone fan fiction essentially yes but so uh there's there's a bit more of a structure to it but basically the the form is defined by (laughs) uh, intense player involvement with a story that takes place in real time and evolves according to the player's responses and so like things will happen while you're playing that will then dictate what else happens and so things are like evolving and shaping as players or people are moving through the game or the narrative but at the same time since it's a network narrative, things are changing just as quickly as people are doing them. That's fucking wild. <laughs> it's like yeah. real life. Like you really I have can't... to dedicate some time to do this then. Yes. And so it involves like all sorts of different things like puzzles and actual plots that people either like have loose sort of bases on or things that kind of like come out of the storytelling that exists within this. And so like hmm. this will kind of ring true a little bit for you guys just because of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, that's what exactly what I was thinking. But you you sit down with like you've already written the story. You already know where things are happening, but you are kind of like guiding people in a way. Right, right, so exactly, yeah. It exists kind of like that. But so I'll go through some of the like their unique terminology that just pertain to this. Um, but also like this, this can use so many other things, like not only just like the internet in real life, it can be like emails, telephone, like text messages, uh, Reddit, all all sorts of different things that people can use to just communicate and like 
hmm. basically tell the story through hmm. the internet. Um, but so, so this will be the first one that kind of. Well, I was going to ask where where do where do these ARGs like live? Do they get posted to like a live journal or like do they have dedicated websites stuff like See, that? That's, or that's the thing they can kind of come out of anything, and so you don't really know how it's going to happen. So there, there's a, a term in here that's called a, a rabbit hole or a trailhead, which like we're very familiar with a rabbit hole or like a wormhole of like you just being going down YouTube videos, and so yeah, something right, and like your weird sex weirdness uh, stuff on YouTube. <laughs> Or Kyle, when you when you got uh, nothing but toilet flushes on your oh, YouTube yeah, suggestions yeah, that's page, that's right. <laughs> yeah. People doing Will toilet flush, flush reviews. Yeah, what can That's it quality flush? Quality ceramic right there. You got BT. What are the BTUs? Is that what it is? Uh, dude, I can't remember. I tried to forget as much of that as possible. <laughs> it was a dark period in Kyle's life. So much Don Julio trying to forget those sweet, sweet circulars. <laughs> college was a dark time for you (laughs) um but yeah so a rabbit hole or a trailhead is sort of like the initial marker and so it's like what they call is like the the initial media artifact that then will lead you yeah so there's a certain thing that's kind of like a trigger that will then lead to either like a puzzle or something that will like initiate all of these kinds of things the inciting Um, incident (laughs) the inciting incident exactly so uh the other thing well, there's a couple more that we'll talk about in this, but um, the PM is what I knew you two would know about because this is the puppet master. So it is an individual or whoever, a group of people that is designing and running this ARG. Oh, okay, so it's like a DM, but it's like a collective DM. It's like the Borg of DMs, of Dungeon Masters. <laughs> They're a hive mind. The Sky, it's the Skynet of Dungeon <laughs> yeah. Masters. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Um, and so they're creating all of the like pitfalls, the obstacles, all of these different things. That, that is so cool. Into. But they generally may remain quote, big air quotes behind the curtain. Sure. And so that's the other term that is the curtain is supposed to be the, uh, like, don't, don't mind the man behind the curtain. Right. Yeah, like, or like a wizard of Oz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you're never supposed to know who the, the puppet master is. You're, you're not supposed to know who the PM is because it's supposed to just be so deeply rooted in reality that you're not supposed to realize. Right. Uh, you don't want to take a peek behind the veil or the kimono, as some people say, as you say, and I still just can't get over that. I don't know where I, I heard that. I heard someone say that <laughs> and it's so much better than veil kimono. It's, it's basically look, <laughs> look at my dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, is what, this is what i hear when you say look, yeah, yeah peek behind the kimono yeah yeah um and so the other thing that is a terminology for this which is what they're trying to do is uh t-i-n-a-g which is this is not a game oh okay and so wow that is like the the biggest thing for args is that it's supposed to say like this is reality like the belief that the one main goal of this is to not to deny and disguise the fact that it's even a game and so it is supposed to be so real and so like rooted in reality that you forget that you're playing like a puzzle game interesting yeah fuck this is like that uh actually no it's not keep going john no go what is it like i was thinking uh you guys ever (laughs) see that show the oa I've heard about it. I watched it a little bit of it, but I didn't really. Uh, yeah, well, I just sec- know that it's kind of wild. 
second season has something like this, but it's it's not it's not. I, I'm bailing out of this comparison, but there is like an augmented <laughs> reality where you're walking around in real life and, and solving puzzles mm-hmm. um, to like you know advance to this. Well, I'm getting a real. Do you remember that game Mist or Riven? Kyle, you probably do. I remember Mist, yeah. Yeah. So I'm getting a sort of a vibe like that where it's like, I know it's like through narrative and there's not very much narrative in those games, but mm-hmm. the fact that you're living basically in a giant puzzle to the point where the puzzle even isn't like out of place at all anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just that's how life is in this world that's been created. Right. John, um, let me know if I'm jumping the gun here and you can just ahead. say, you, you can say the signature phrase if you need to, but... Or jump in the kimono. <laughs> Our... <laughs> Jump! I'm gonna jump the shark, right? Uh, yeah, that applies. Like like the fawns. Um, <laughs> I uh, do. You, do you like? Are, am I me when I'm doing this, or am I like a character of my choosing? You can be either. So the one of the things with this is that you don't have to create another personality. But I mean, it, you can if you want to. Obviously, like you are going to be doing all of this research and these puzzles and things as you are, but there's no requirements to make like a character. You don't have to do that. So it's like the real life as the medium of this is kind of the, the core element. I um, see. I see. So you yeah. can, you can do, I, I guess I have another question again. I don't know if I'm jumping the shark here. Um, <laughs> is do, are these told in specific like narratives? Like if it starts, if like the inciting incident or the rabbit hole, as you put it, starts in like a third person does the story continue in third person or does it jump around between like third person narrator you know what i mean like is that something that's addressed or like uh kind of it it's hard to even say that there's a specific narrator narrator (laughs) okay there's not usually one that like identifies themselves because again like the the puppet master is supposed to kind of stay behind the scenes and like not be a part of it I'm going to get into uh, two specific examples of this or one specific, the most famous one, and then one that people have skepticism about. So um, some of the things that like really kind of make up what this game is, is obviously storytelling as archaeology is one of the things. And so a lot of these things are intended to like sort of like geocaching where like some things might actually be physical that you Mm -hmm. go out and find. Oh, interesting. um, That are either planted or set up or... um, you know, like there are puzzles that exist that are real life things. So that might lead to something. Um, but a lot of it is just digging through like trailers, uh, videos, various websites looking for clues. And it's kind of this concept that anything can be a clue in this, this game wow. that you're playing. And so like one of the phrases that came up was a whisper is sometimes louder than a shout because it, the idea is that you pull in, a participant you don't like mm. you don't advertise you don't you don't like put up billboards about a game right, that right. exists you want people to kind of discover this organically and then get wrapped up into it kind of like a like an escape room sort of situation where I'll if you're smart you enough you can figure this out mm-hmm. i'll tell you what is that i would get wrapped up in this <laughs> yeah used, i'm yeah. nervous for to, kyle uh, <laughs> <laughs> i used to um i think i maybe talked about this on our old podcast but uh like basically would play dungeons and dragons but but i didn't have anyone to play with so i i I sought out this is like before you know online mediums before you had friends yeah yeah well that too (laughs) um 
you know, so I had to find a way to like scratch that itch. Um, and the way I ended up doing it was um, by go- joining these role playing forums where mm-hmm. someone mm. would post like, like a okay, boom. Um, this has been happening in the town. It's basically like the setup, like the premise for like an adventure or mm. like a, a mystery or something like that. And then you would just start posting as you you would have to be a character and start being you know integrated into the story. But if you like didn't post, like the story would just carry on, carry on without you. You right. had to you had to be present and show up and keep saying what your character's doing in this like advent adventure. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's that's cool too because you're helping the group too. So you could be an asset even if you feel like you're not being an asset by like uncovering or playing along you know what i mean like yeah. obviously the more people that do this the the stronger the story is and the the easier it is to discover clues and things but in yeah. this case john there's no like team feeling right is it very individual it's pretty individual but i think like you can obviously like you know no one's going to really be able to cheat at this and so a lot of people do team up and kind of like collective hive mind to try and solve things and try and like get to the next level of whatever these components are because like with anything if you start you know playing into a game you want to talk to other people who are also doing it and so that's where like the forums will come in and so it'll it'll like go to reddit and somebody will post on and say like you know i'm doing this like is anybody else working on this kind of thing um but, you, you get a phone a friend yeah exactly because i mean like everyone is going to start doing stuff uh if if an arg like appears and people are into it it's going to start pulling other people in um but what it has been compared to is like rpg games and like kind of like a combination of like larping and also like mmorpgs like because mm-hmm. it, it can be like you know, international, it, depending on who's running it and how it's like kind of laid out, it can, it can be done, you know, across the entire internet and you can just weave these crazy, insane stories. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Um, so yeah, uh, one of the ones that I wanted to talk about, which is sort of positioned as the most famous, at least to date that people acknowledge is kind of like an early ARG that was the most successful, um, is called the Beast. That's what it was oh, named. Oh shit, the Beast. Um, but before that, so part of the thing with ARGs is they lend themselves to viral marketing. Right. Well, that's I. So that's what I was thinking. I remember why it the the acronym ARG sounded so familiar, and I think it's mentioned in. I sent you guys. I found a documentary for the making of all the all of Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight. Oh yeah, and series. I watched that. Oh, yeah. It's also that's also kind of part of this and we're going to get to that. Yeah, hey, I'm sure, but that's why that. I was like trying to figure out why it sounded so familiar and that's one of the uses of these is in mm-hmm. viral marketing which The Dark Knight Rises, I think it was used this to um, like lead yeah, people I, into the promotional it material. The, it was The Dark Knight. It was Dark Knight not Rises. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, why the fuck does, and a bunch of other, like, I, I feel like it is, it lends itself to like movies, entertainment specifically really well, mm-hmm. because there's these fictional characters, you're trying to find out clues about the movie and the plot and all, and who's going to be in it and all that stuff. So that I was like, fuck, that's what it was. It was <laughs> yeah. the Dark Knight used an ARG to promote the film. And so I think 
this is why this particular movie is why this one became so successful and so um kind of legendary i guess within this this kind of world um it was for the movie ai oh uh, wow so, uh ai yeah. was steven spielberg's movie but it was originally stanley kubrick's mm -hmm. and so it was incredibly anticipated because of that fact like it was Shit. kubrick's idea then picked up by spielberg yeah and so everybody was really like looking forward to it and wanted to know everything that they could about it mm -hmm. so very on brand to use an arg to promote that specific film too yeah. I, I admit i thought ai for a second was irobot but <laughs> i was like we're gonna talk They're about will smith right now Hell basically the yeah. same movie <laughs> yeah essentially um kind of actually you know similar similar idea so the beast uh yeah. the, the game began with essentially a credit that was hidden in the movie poster so you know the movie poster is a big sort of beginning point for marketing for films especially sure and people will overanalyze it like again with the dark knight that was kind of a big thing with them because they you know didn't expect to do a second movie and yeah. so it became like a very key point of what the the design was and what was in it um and so in the name or in the name sections uh there was a producer or uh like in that the line of all those things there was a credit for janine sala s-a-l-l-a and the, the credit was sentient machine therapist. Okay, so not super <laughs> subtle <laughs> for I mean, like a movie who, credit. Who is really overanalyzing the the you know the list of names at the bottom of a movie poster? I, I know, I like have, I'm I'm not, I'm glancing over those things. Maybe like, I'm never reading those thin, tall letters. Fuck yes. no. If they made them more legible, maybe maybe then I would. Maybe in right. like a Times New Roman or like a Calibri. But this just. <laughs> how about a nice papyrus? <laughs> oh God, this no. Proves, <laughs> don't, this proves that I will have an aneurysm if you say that again. <laughs> <laughs> you can't mention that word. John, the font that the shall not be named. Guy, uh, here's the thing. This just proves that people do read those tall, pointy, skinny oh, letters. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> like, I mean, holy shit. It's bullshit, people but it's who true. who are massive film nerds. And sure. I mean, like, I think this was at a time where, like, the internet was early enough where people really wanted to, like, dig really deep into this kind of thing. And so that it was easy to, like, go online and, you know, look up what these things were. And yeah, so, find a 1080 res fucking poster and just dig into those credits, man. Mm hmm. And so anybody who wanted to find out who Janine Sala was or what a sentient machine therapist was, they <laughs> sure. could find her website, which was a wholly functional website and ex claiming to exist in the year 2142. That's awesome. I love <laughs> and then it already. From there, you could follow to the site for Bangalore World University, another invented sort of Fuck. accreditation that also comes from the future. And it, there was multiple websites like this. And so that's, that was part of the thing was they set up all of these websites that were kind of like breadcrumbs. So one thing would lead to the next thing would lead to the next thing. And so you trying mm -hmm. to like dig in and do research on somebody, which is like what we are all very, very used to now. If like you want to well, look yeah, up, you know, yeah, 
we've got IMDb. It's like, it's the same thing. You just like go to like your favorite actor and be like, what kind of movies are they look like working on? You click on that and then you go, oh, that person's in it. You click on that. Hey, it's the fucking rabbit hole all over again, man. Or you want to look at real vampires and you go, oh, <laughs> how to <laughs> get real blood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And click on that and you go, oh, uh, this guy's a wholesaler out of, uh, out of uh, oh, f- Albuquerque. Nice. <laughs> Delaware. Land oh, of sunshine. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this game basically like once you went through all of these different websites and kind of things um there was uh, a character that kind of came as the forefront and it sort of laid like i'll just do broad strokes for this but it it laid out essentially a murder mystery that oh, this person from the year 2142 was trying to solve like the murder of her colleague and it was it took place 50 years after the events of what was then not yet released ai mm-hmm and so you had to do tons of puzzles and try and find out these riddles and it's kind of like fact checking basically what like internet sleuthing became today where people are actually using this kind of like breadcrumbs trail thing to find real criminals, I guess. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like the yes. don't what fuck was, with cats documentary. Yeah. What was the the murder mystery? The one about the, the fucking old guy, the jinx kind of like that. Oh yeah. That was well, popular. I mean, that that was a documentary that like actually ended up solving something because he's a weird old man right but it was that same thing of like them just independently being like we're gonna do a podcast about this guy and these murders <laughs> yeah. yeah and they fucking got him to like confess on like on recording right like that's i didn't listen to it but that's basically what happened right they were just like let's fucking i don't know have some fun talk about these murders <laughs> yeah they he was basically clean of all of the things like he had no implications and then they interviewed him and kind of caught him in a lie. Yeah. And he still had a hot mic on and went to the bathroom. And he That's didn't realize right. that it was still recording. And, he and they all heard him like, drop a mean steamer. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, and oh, it was violent. I shit myself. If he shits like this, he must be a murderer. He mu- no one that shits like that doesn't no murder. No one shits like that except a murderer. A murderer. Yeah. yeah. Case closed, boys. We got, we got him. the smoke. We got the steaming gun. <laughs> so here yeah, insert the insert the we got Bin Laden uh soundbite. Oh my god. Yeah. The fucking <laughs> door kick. <Yeah>. So <laughs> So here's the premise of the beast. It it's set in 2142, roughly 40 years after artificial intelligence comes out. And Evan Chan is said to be killed in a boating accident on board his artificial intelligence enhanced boat Cloudmaker. And Dr. Janine Sala receives a cryptic message revealing he was murdered and leads to an investigation. She, she discovers he was having an affair with Venus. There's oh. always an affair. A companion bot reprogrammed to kill Evan. So, <laughs> okay, well, I was a little bit of robot the entire thing. A little bit going? of robot oh stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was trying not to laugh because <laughs> that sounds awesome. Like, yeah. like it sounds like a C movie. Oh, absolutely. That I would watch. So, like cyborg uh, that was programmed to kill the person that they were like a companion for. Yeah, absolutely. But it was a sexy cyborg, a, a femme fatale. I can't mm-hmm. make up an AI pun off of that, <laughs> off of femme fatale. Yeah. Um, I. Fuck. But people got super into this and basically uh, named themselves as a group after the ship that this guy was killed on. So they called themselves the Cloud Makers. Cloud Makers. And 
went through all of this. And the reason that it's called the Beast is that the game was supposedly held 666 components. Whoa. Fuck. Yeah. That's sick. And so Man, that's where... how fucking cool would it have been just to be on like the marketing team for that? Well, yeah, you so know what I mean? You're PM? writing your whole, you're writing an entire story se- sort of separate from the movie that you're promoting. It, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It could have been its own movie, but instead yeah, exactly. it's an ARG. So, so is the PM in this case, John, I don't know if it's revealed or if you're just making your own guess here, but is it the marketing team for AI who wrote yeah. this? Basically, um, it it doesn't say like who is exactly behind it, but um, I mean, Kathleen Kennedy was one of the film's producers, mm. and I know she was working with Microsoft at the time about other video game releases, hmm. and so this was kind of something that folded into like um, like Xbox promotions. There there is another one that was supposed to be uh, directly influenced or like a viral marketing campaign for Halo Two. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget what that one was called. I saw that on my list of things, but um, so it it runs really, really deep. Basically, um, yeah, the, it's part of the marketing department. It's part of like the the film's production company. It's part of the you know people that they were in talks with, and so it just kind of like interconnects with all of these different things. But at the same time, like players are influencing these stories. And so things are changing. And so you kind of like lose mm-hmm. control of it at a certain right. point. And you just kind of like have to like give, you know. Well, yeah, I would it. assume that there would be a certain level of like uh, fan ownership and like mm-hmm. interpreting certain clues and puzzles in a certain way that maybe would change the narrative. I mean, if it's made by like, you know, like what we're talking about, like from a marketing team from, yeah. uh, you know, they've. So it's similar to like D&D. You write an idea of a story, sort of the beats, where you want it to end, where you want your characters to go and how they develop loosely. Mm-hmm. But like once you put that in the hands of the players, yeah. Dude, out the fucking window. Out the window like immediately. You're doing rewrites so, on a weekly basis, my man. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's, it's more akin to like improv where you kind of like or like a semi-scripted television where you like basically have, you know, here's your beginning mm-hmm. and here's where we need to get to. So whatever happens in the middle of that is up to you and you guys can take it however you want and like go absolutely bananas. Yeah. That's what I mean by like the fans of these, like this, I mean, specifically this movie interpreting the clues that the marketing team has put in place Mm -hmm. and like how they like sort of view that, that interpretation. Like it's, it's, that's the, that's the cool part. Yeah. Um, And so the end of the beast game uh was basically like it, it went on for months yeah I'm sure yeah i mean 600 plus fucking parts moving parts yeah. so it w- it went from a, a covered up murder to a national referendum on robot rights and basically people had to decide <sighs> whether or not the robots were people or property and it, oh like, wow the players there we go went and had a vote and then after that everyone the, went and saw the, the movie kind of like came out and revealed like thank you guys for all playing like this is what this was attached to kind of thing 
Cool. We're going to take this information and we're going to do some reshoots real quick. <laughs> yeah. Now that we know what you like. Yeah. So probably an easier way just to uh, ask. Yeah. You yeah. could just do fun. a focus group or something yeah, like that. Had like 30 people in a screening room. It there could have been, been a lot coffee easier. and donuts. Not months of trying no. to track people's <laughs> yeah. movements on the internet. I like For a I movie like... that turned out to be like, okay. Okay. <laughs> just fine. I would love to... Cause you know, like in movies where it's like someone just kind of stumbles upon something and then like the, you know, the movie plot starts to happen and like yeah. their whole life changes within an hour and a half. Deus mm-hmm. Ex Machina. Um, like, yeah. Like I would love to be on the front end of one of these things. I just like can't in, imagine. In the boardroom. No, no. I mean like being the guy who's like, oh fuck yeah. The new, uh, the Pineapple Express fucking movie poster. Let's look at the credits and the tall, tall fonts. <laughs> yeah. These the high fonts. Letters. Look how high these fonts look are. Look at these high fonts. Who the fuck is Dr. Minotaur? Man, these fonts are almost as high as I am. I'm going to look up who Dr. Minotaur is. And it's like, what the fuck? This weird, sparsely populated Wikipedia page about a doctor who tried to make himself half bull, half man? And then <laughs> How does has, this like, exactly tie into a weed action comedy? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, can you imagine being the first person to like pull at the thread? And then yeah. you you post on a form, guys. I think I'm on to something, and you start this wave of fucking like that'd be really exciting. Just a wave of yeah. Pepe Silvias. Mm-hmm. I would get fired from my job because I would quit my job <laughs> to find out about Doctor Minotaur. I'd well, be in there, dude. The the next thing though that like is a question I have is how many ARGs have totally been fully developed that no <laughs> one even ever tried dude. to uncover. Oh you know what I mean? Well. Oh, you <laughs> We'll get to that. I bet there's so oh my much. god. How disappointing. Oh I, fuck, dude. Okay, oh, so god. This next story is kind of like what actually triggered <laughs> this this sort of deep dive into this um but i have you guys ever heard of it it was a a huge huge thing on reddit apparently um but it was about eight years ago and it was kind of like in search of the blue jay Mm, no that was before my reddit i think i'm actually uh i wonder how many years i've been on reddit but no i don't know i haven't uh i've never heard of this yeah search for the blue jay in search for the blue jay. In yes. search for the blue jay. Okay. Um. So it began with a post on Reddit that said, "Today, a homeless-looking man handed me fifty dollars and this note. Do any of you have any idea what it means?" And it was that was a poster all... that said that. No, no, no. This was a post on Reddit. Oh, a post. I'm sorry. Yeah. And so it was just this like sort of. I don't have a, an image of it to send to you guys, but it was like a, it looked like a Sudoku grid, but it had right. random letters on it. Okay. Just in this like weird cryptic grid. Do you know what um, sub it was posted to? Um, <laughs> R puzzles. It was just ask Reddit. Oh, ask. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, the post is still up, but this user has been deleted and I'll, I'll get into all of that. But uh, the plot thickens, mm-hmm. huh? This is, this plot is a fucking quad patty from in and out it is it's thick, my is friends it, would you say it's daddy four. thick it is definitely that thick it's a hard daddy uh <laughs> and so i mean obviously reddit has a whole team of sleuths and people that are bored out of their minds with nothing better to do and mm-hmm. brilliant people who can solve fucking cryptid puzzles 
Yes. Um, and so somebody was able to decipher this thing. And what the note ended up saying was there's plenty more money to make. Figure this out and prepare to meet July 19th. Fifty hmm. sixth and sixth hot dog stand outside Rue Fifty Seven Cafe. Ask for Mister Input. Mister Input. Mr. I really like that. Input. Wow, yeah. that's like rocking my shit right now, Mister Input. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know why. It just sounds. It feels no, no, good I, when I say it. it. I mean, if you listen when you listen back to those Harlan, which you're now currently listening to. I love this. I'm being meta. Um, you're going to hear, you, you have already now heard my reaction was the same as yours. We were both like, Mr. Input. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So this is in New York. The best yeah, I figured. <laughs> you said a bunch of numbered uh, streets and a hot dog stand. I was like, this is New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's for sure. There's no other place it could possibly be. 49th and 13th. There's a hot dog stand and you know it because you're a real New Yorker. Yeah. So this guy, you know, everyone sort of figured it out and they were all planning to meet up July 19th where this was. Just a mob of people shouting into a restaurant. Where's Mr. Input? (laughs) I love uh, this. A meetup at a hot dog stand. A meetup. Yeah. So it was kind of like. Oh, nice. People wanted to know. It was just kind of like the story. They wanted to know what happened. They were going to be supportive of this, like the original poster. Sure. Because he didn't know what this was going to be. He, he just got 50 bucks and it said, you know, there's plenty more to make, figure this out. And like, then you'll have more money. Obviously you want more money. Sure. Um, <laughs> and, uh, then there was a, there was a post, a comment on this post that said it was another cryptic message. And then that was figured out. And it says, you've managed to f- find the message with the help of friends. You've changed the rules. So now I, so, so now, so will oh. I, Oh, July 12th, but you dirty bird. <laughs> you July dirty 12th, daddy. 4 p.m. Find the Blue Jay at six and a half and 56th and tell him you are the last. Fuck. Interesting. Yeah. Holy shit, guys. So the plot kind of thickened there. Got, got beefy. My pants um, just thickened. <laughs> God, I say some nasty shit on this show, but <laughs> that grossed me out. That got you, huh? <laughs> nice. Because I know how tight you wear those jeans. I love those so, tight jeans. At this point, the original post has been viewed so many times. It has it's viewed like ten times every hour, and has almost five five thousand comments on it, and. Basically, everyone is like, well, we're obviously going to meet up where this is, right? Like, everyone is ready to do this. Right. We're uh, totally going to raid Area 51, right? <laughs> yeah, it's basically that. And so, uh, during some of this, like, people are still doing more, like, sleuth things throughout this. And someone's apparently traced the user who commented on it, uh, Mr. Input, because that was the person that commented that next message oh okay uh, they was, traced, so that happened on reddit it happened on reddit got it okay <clears throat> and someone had traced mr input's ip address to supposedly <laughs> the u.s department of defense Hunter oh oh Biden. double uh, oh <laughs> yeah oh god so people were trying to figure out like where exactly they were supposed to meet uh and what the blue jay was and so on that corner like where this address is is uh there is like 
a blue J. Like there's a J in the name of a cafe that's there. Classic. So Classic. people are thinking about that, that that could be the thing. Or they think it might be a person who might be dressed in blue named J. There's all of these like crazy theories going around. A woman in um, a yellow hat. <laughs> I like yeah. I like this tie in to Barry Blue Jeans here. Just a man wearing <laughs> blue jeans named Barry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so people decided that they were going to meet up there. They hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people showed up at that time. I feel like you need to get a permit if you're going to have that many people, right? Otherwise, I, like, does New York, like, what happened? Like, if you're like a no. beat cop in New York and all of a sudden hundreds of people just show up by a hot dog stand, like, what do you do as a cop? You know what I mean? Doesn't the First yeah. Amendment uh, allow freedom of assembly? Yeah, well, yeah, but you still have to get like permits if you're going to do it in public spaces. I think it's freedom. Mm-hmm. It's free. I learned that from the the, <laughs> I'm, I'm, the, I'm, the Chicago Seven. <laughs> I'm just trolling. Also, yeah, I love I love that you're pointing out. It's like hundreds of people around this hot dog stand, and the cops are like, <laughs> "Fuck, what are we going to do?" For me, it'd be like, "Fuck, those must be some really good hot dogs." Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. where I would first go. Sure, I'm going to go on the off hours. Because this is too much. Must be one of those new food trends like the cronut. I bet they have like some sort of secret sauce or something. (laughs) So what happened was like just before this, obviously everyone's still talking on this thread. It's become massive and everyone is trying to get to the bottom of it. They're trying to figure out what the fuck this is, what might happen when you get there, like all of these things. And one of the things that got brought up was it might be a viral marketing campaign. Like, mm-hmm. just to get people to go and be at a place with a thing. Sure. The address that was listed was adjacent to a marketing company. Mm. Um, so that was one of the things that people kind of, like, got tipped off by. They were thinking, mm-hmm. like, maybe this has something to do with it. It was called Base Entertainment. And <laughs> there maybe was something involved in that. So there was a video, um, basically, The Dark Knight Rises was supposed to come out on June 20th. So, mm-hmm. which was one day after the original meetup date that was in that post. Interesting. Okay. So, this time people, we're talking about the Dark Knight Rises, not the Dark Knight. Correct. So, okay. where the Dark Knight had a very successful viral marketing campaign. Uh, this this may one just have had a couple hundred people buy a hot dog stand. <laughs> <laughs> so, turn into a lunch date. Yeah. 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 We don't know, but basically, uh, that was something that someone brought up and sort of thrown around, kind of glossed over a little bit, but everyone is still planning on meeting up at this place. So on the day, there are all of these people there at 4 p.m. waiting and OP shows up. Oh, really? Little college student in a New York Yankees hat and he gets interviewed by Pitchfork and there's a huge crowd around him. He has the original note, all of this stuff. And everyone is wondering what the fuck blue Jay is. Then a like homeless looking man in all blue walks through the crowd and everyone's like, it's the blue Jay. It's the blue Jay. And he has absolutely no idea what the fuck is happening. And he's just like <laughs> nodding along like, yeah, yeah I totally yeah. am. Uh-huh. And he just keeps going. It was nothing. It was nothing. It was just nothing. So who fucking well, no. wrote the note? The Sudoku puzzle. It kept going. So people kept going on and on and like 
So the original post... Chasing a dream that wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, God damn a, a it. little bit. So this is uh, an edit as of 10.38 a.m. on 7.13. Received a phone call today threatening violence against me and my family, going so far as to name members what? of my family oh, and no. their addresses unless I delete this post. The caller also told me not to show up on the 19th and to inform anyone planning to show up that the 19th also that nothing would happen. This will be my last message. From this account before i delete it also i'm changing my number later today i'm sorry if a resolution to this never happens but oh, i'm not no. willing to risk my family's safety for a few extra dollars this, they doxed him this this sounds like sad satan a little bit there's a Wonder lot if of sad things. satan was like a failed uh, one of these oh so, yeah one of the biggest things that people keep coming back to was that this was a, a failed viral marketing campaign because there was a video of someone calling base entertainment asking like a, a day or so before what the fuck's hey, up a blue just want to he said hey just want to make sure everything is on. he basically made up a name that he was like calling from warner brothers like hey like oh shit i'm you know so and so i'm a, i'm a producer on, <laughs> i'm an <you> ep <laughs> yeah he's like i just want to make sure everything's set up for uh tomorrow's uh dark knight rises event and the guy was like um what what he's like and he said you know we have the campaign was set up with you guys we have the dark knight rise he's like oh yeah yeah, yeah. i think i know something about that and he like gets oh, on hold shit. but then gets disconnected so there was nothing there was no resolution after that but people keep thinking that there had something to do with it and that <laughs> once you know what? there came these outside sort of influences that it got too out of control someone like posted as mr input to kind of like swerve and change the date Oh, interesting. I like so, the idea of the guy fucking on the, the phones at base media being like, hello. It's like, hey, this is so-and-so from Warner Brothers. And he's like, yeah, sure it is, buddy. <laughs> hey, I, think, I think I know something about this, <laughs> yeah. uh, ah, this Dark Knight Rises thing. Let me just connect you to the click. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, he's like fucking loser. You know, just like an unpaid intern just trying to get his college credits. Exactly. <laughs> but it feeds into this fucking story. Yeah. So, there yeah. This, this is the bad, the bad way that it could go based on what I was saying earlier, like mm -hmm. where fans can take it and it yeah. can go really well and maybe like round out the narrative or it can lead to people uh, impersonating employees of giant <laughs> international studios and then doxing people. Yeah. So there was also some speculation of like, Maybe it was real and maybe it got too out of control that there was like so many people mm -hmm. that uh, it just like whoever actually set it up was there when all of the people were and got right. freaked out and like didn't want like, to complete it. Can't do it. Ran back to base me and was like, we can't. We this disavow all of this. We, yeah. yeah. Nope. We don't know what you're talking about. No one got hurt. Right. Good. I mean, we don't know. We don't. We're not associated. <laughs> yeah so uh, hopefully the a, hot dog guy made a lot of money <laughs> yeah everyone bought a hot dog that's the best outcome at this point guys shred everything this fucking hot dog cart guy <laughs> hot dog cart guy fucking made out like a bandit because of blue jay yeah he got he got all of it maybe it was him Oh, oh, it was a marketing ploy for his fucking cart, dude. Yeah, that's he was that's, so deep cover. He's Mister Input. There's more. He he was right. There's more money to be made. Uh huh. Yeah, 
for him. Dude made his 50 bucks back easy that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, shit. Guys, I think we cracked this one. I think we did it. I think we finally figured it out. I'm going to tell everybody on Reddit. I know that I've, I've, I've just barely, barely scratched the surface of what ARGs are and what they're capable of. Like, I did some very light research for this because, like, it 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 is in a lot of things, and right. it's been a part of marketing campaigns for a lot of different things, from like Halo to The Matrix to like all of these other movies that you know you wouldn't even imagine were actually involved in these things. Because like maybe you were involved in it, maybe you weren't, but like it also goes into like what you were talking about, Harlan, with like music stuff. Like, um, I know uh, <laughs> Arcade Fire actually ended up getting into oh, a shitload yeah. of trouble because they one of their like street teams when spray painted this cryptic logo on cement across Ooh. cities like they, they were in san francisco and it was this weird circular thing that had like, i remember that and it ended up being arcade fire because it was promotion for their new album and they had to pay like a fuckload of money in fines because they were spray painting on sidewalks <laughs> yeah on public property there yeah, was one that- at whatever job a couple years ago i was working at uh, across the street on one of those big like uh, electric green electric boxes yeah. for like mm-hmm. the city. It was literally like, uh, and there, those things are huge. And there was one on there. So I think the difference. Yeah, they were all over Hayes Valley. Because like in LA, I remember I remember being in LA and seeing an Allison Chains record be, um, uh, it was like, like a, a spray paint template. People were just doing it on the fucking sidewalk. Yeah. That's the and same that, thing that we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, is so what? What gets you into trouble? Why is that allowed? That's not allowed. I mean, people should not be spray painting the fucking sidewalk. That is. I think. Up I think vandalism. Kyle means within the marketing of the ARG. Mm, like, yeah, like I that. I mean, no like, one how do you in, avoid in, getting your ass lit on fire by this. Yeah. Shit? Well, like, and no one in legal was like, we can't spray paint public property. What the I mean, fuck legal, are you thinking? ARG, Maybe they have baby. it like built into that budget of like yeah we'll pay these fines oh yeah like how like uh, grocery stores leave like 20 percent for uh, uh loss prevention <laughs> yeah exactly right, yeah it could just MOS. be like a thing that's built in so <clears throat> basically i that's uh, honestly that's kind of sick that like if <laughs> a company is just like you know what <laughs> fuck it we'll mm-hmm. eat the fines yeah that's all they can do <laughs> what are they gonna True. arrest all the fucking executives <laughs> mm-hmm yeah, so the, I mean, this this goes from like extremely large scale to extremely small scale. Like there was uh, some like, you know, creepy true crime podcast that I listened to that was talking about a sort of version of this where there was a a, a SIM card or a, no, it was not a SIM card, the, like a memory card from a camera that was found. Mm-hmm. And it had all these videos on it of like this guy saying that he found this diary and yada, yada, yada. And it was just ba- like the what ended Blair up- Witch. The Blair Witch was actually an ARG. There was mar- viral marketing for the Blair Witch, and that was an incredibly successful one because so much of that was like handheld and people shot. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah they thought could, people thought it was real. Put a yeah, similar so, quality out and have it be relatable. It it is everywhere. That that's why like I I tried to like condense a lot of this and like keep it as small as I could just because it is vast the amount well, of information that's here. Yeah, yeah. That's the other the other advantage of ARG marketing is that specifically for a low budget independent movie the marketing can still be super cheap because Mm -hmm. all you're doing are using internet forums or you're leaving like 
really your overhead is like nothing for the the actual marketing budget to plant these items or puzzles either in the real world especially in the digital world you know what i mean like making a website costs like fucking nothing yeah and you just like have a guy (laughs) fucking code it and link the stuff to all the other websites and then you're like all right we're done that was our marketing (laughs) and let's see what people do yeah take it away everyone yeah um but it was really interesting to find out a lot about this and uh just the various reaches of things and like how successful it can be and how unsuccessful it can be like the the murder podcast that i was listening to everyone was talking about like (laughs) the guy who's saying that he's two different people is wearing the same boots right oh so he fucked up in the videos he's wearing the same boots as someone who was supposedly had disappeared that he was looking for i i love that that's like such an easily like like somebody figured that out where in when you see like a movie like that i feel like that's a trope in like spy movies sometimes Mm -hmm. where like that's like the third act where they finally realize oh he's wearing the same boots but in real life it's like but he's wearing the same boots yeah (laughs) you know what i mean like dramatic reveal yeah Yeah. it's just like dude just fucking open your eyes you idiot how is this guy a world-class spy you figured it out in the last 30 minutes boots his boots are his downfall yeah just some reddit comment like same boots dickhead (laughs) (laughs) same boots noob learn to play fucker yeah so uh be aware of yourself getting pulled into a month-long puzzle game that that maybe will fail like blue jay (laughs) yeah in in potentially the release of the matrix 4 you know i love i love uh i love that the the homeless guy in blue just got wrapped into that blue jay thing that was yeah but or or did he or was maybe he? he was so deep cover he was conning he was a con on a con you know what i'm saying where mm-hmm. he pretended he didn't know what was happening but he really did and realized that this is not gonna go well if hundreds of people continue to show up at hot dog stands and everyone exactly. stopped digging and he was disappointed <clears throat> he's like I exactly failed. exactly and then they doxed him yes. and threatened to murder his whole family probably <laughs> he saw the writing on the wall man was like no i'm out i'm just gonna stay this care i'm homeless forever now this is just who i am <laughs> yep all right well that's well, cool it. thanks guys yeah, thanks john thank you very much that was awesome uh hope you enjoyed it and don't uh don't get sucked in Thanks so much for joining us. We hope to see you again soon. This podcast is a product of Bird Bar Incorporated.